0: Welcome back to J.C.'s Creek. My name is Emily. I'm your host. And this is a podcast where we go episode by episode, scene by scene of Pacey and Joey. And one of the reasons why we do this is so that way later in the podcast we can go, oh, so that's where we got this from and this is where we got this from. And for example, the last episode we had Mitch find out that, or not really find out, but kind of like go, why do you care so much while Pacey was freaking about B&B? And I said, well, this is kind of the only person that really sees that, but then we realized that Jen saw that. So... These are kind of the emotions of what it's like to revisit the podcast or revisit the show Dawson's Creek, but only focus on Pacey and Joey and no one else. We don't focus on Dawson's scenes. We don't focus on Jen scenes. We don't focus on Andy's scenes unless they come with Pacey and Joey, which it's kind of fun if you really think about it. If you only skip like <laughs> the scenes that you actually like, but then sometimes it's confusing because you're like, wait. Was I supposed to watch this scene to understand this scene? And it, it kind of makes me look like Dawson Luss whenever I see him in the Pacey and Joey scenes. But it also kind of makes me understand him a little bit more. So that's the moral of the story of why we go over this like, whole thing. So today we are on episode 13, Nor- Northern Lights. And if you have not already... Make sure to click that subscribe button on YouTube, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, and make sure to check out my Instagram, the Blitter and Potter, and my TikTok, Pacey and Jelly. And as far as I know, this comes out on January 24th, 2000. Maybe completely wrong, but forgive me if I am. So the first scene that we have is Scene One of Pacey and Jelly. Yay! The whole part of this podcast is finally coming to the beginning. So, we're in Joey's house, and Pacey and Joey are there. And they're going through lines of his play that he has, which we we kind of see, but we kind of don't see. We haven't seen since episode 11 of this season. So, Pacey says, tomorrow night will be your night. We'll do whatever you want. And Joey says, Stuffing wild and staring and crazy. And Pacey says, I promise. And Joey says, Like what? And Pacey says, Like, I'll come home from work early and we'll wallpaper each other. And I Joey's response to this because she goes, No way. (laughs) Sorry, we're done. And Pacey says, We're not, We can't stop now. I don't think this, I don't know this stuff at all. And Joey says, Sorry, Miss (laughs) <laughs> mastered their head but the whole next page consists solely of coo- cooing tickling and sit lapping three things definitely not in my range as an actress <laughs> first of all i love how joey is going through his line going through pacey's line and it's helping him out i personally have done this and, and it's a little bit awkward when it comes to like things where it's like talking about like kissing or whatever and I'm like mm, I'm, out. I'm over this but like I love how Pacey asked her and in return they kind of have to like do the B&B <laughs> like he probably has to help her with the B&B and get all that stuff done and I love also how he says I'll come home from work early <laughs> Pacey you're like 16 but whatever 16 17 and so Pacey says okay Let me tell you, you are going to be sorry tomorrow night when I get up on that stage, panic and draw a complete line, and then just start apple-lipping the sessions to the crowd. And Joey says, actually, Pacey, I kind of thought I'd go on Saturday. And Pacey looks so hurt when he realized what she just said. And he goes, Saturday? And Joey says, yeah. And Pacey says, no, no, no. You don't want to come Saturday. You want to come Friday. It's opening night. Much better chance you'll get to witness some amusing disaster. You know, like the scenery scenery falling on my head, or perhaps my co-star hyperventilating from one of the intoxicating, intoxicating kiss scenes. And Joey says, "Yeah, you know one of those." <laughs> Which is kind of funny when you really think about it. Like, she was kind of talking about his kisses when you really, really, really think about it. You're like, hmm, Joey, yeah, you know one of those. Like, yeah, he does. And you know it. And one of the, my favorite parts about this scene is the fact that he's kind of like breaking out about how she's not going to come Saturday night. And it continues by him saying, um,. So, what do you say? Front row center, And Joey says, I can't. I kind of have this thing I have to do on Friday night. And Pacey says, what thing? (laughs) I love this fire to scene, And she goes, it's just this thing. And it's kind of obvious that she doesn't want to tell him. Because she, instead of saying, I have this thing with AJ. She goes, I have this thing with, like, this guy. And Pacey goes, what guy? just looks the way he says it and she smiles and goes aj and he goes college guy which is my favorite favorite line i think this is i always say this but this is probably one of my favorite episodes um with them in it because i just love how he goes what thing what guy college guy (laughs) like he's not that old in my opinion he's only a year older than her or two years and Joey says he's coming out of, there. Uh, he's coming out to the Cape for a party, and he invited me to go with him. And Pacey says you're coming to a frat party. And Joey says he's not that kind of college guy. A party, and he invited me to go with him. Oh, no, jarred. He's not that type of college guy, Pacey. Have you ever heard of that? Borrow, Barrow? I have no idea. And Pacey says, the, la- the Northern Lights? And Joey says, yes. And Pacey says, yeah, I heard of them. I mean, I may not be Ivy League material, but if you want to give me a roadmap and a r- remote control, I can find my way to Discovery Channel and back. And Joey says, yeah, well, there's, one, there's like 10 nights of the year when you can actually see the Northern Lights from this part of the world. And tomorrow night, maybe one of them. Which, I only seen the solar eclipse. so that what it's called? The solar eclipse. Where, like, it will blind you if you look at it or something. I don't know. <laughs> maybe blind since then. That's the only thing I've really seen that, like, has made a difference in my life. I'm like, wow. And I, I don't really care anymore. And so, Pacey... It's obviously upset about this. Like, he's like, I don't care. But Joey continues by saying, and if you, and if you fracture some, some, sunspot activity. And Pacey says, Northern Lights, my ass. <laughs> this guy is obviously trying to separate you from the Potter, Polly, And Joey says, Pacey, read a newspaper once in a while. You can't fake geographic, Activities And Pacey says, oh yeah, you sure can. <laughs> you can take anything, especially if you want an Ivy League egghead and the best part of some grand Auburn's makeout make scheme. I'm talking as the voice of reason here, okay? I mean, come on. The chances of the Northern Lights appearing in the sky... I, Sky, the night sky above Cape Side are about as good as the chances of including myself as a director on Saturday night on to, um, stage tomorrow night. And Joey says, Yeah, well, call me crazy, but I'll take the odds on the any day. And Paisy is just so upset that she's not gonna come to his show, and she, you can just see it on his face like it's not one of those things where like he's just upset to be upset like it is one of those things where he just looks generally upset because he works so hard and he wants her to see and be proud of him and instead she's going with AJ aka College guy, to see if um or aka IV League Egghead <laughs> to see like the Northern Lights and He's like, if you want to see the Nordic Lights, you can easily go on Discovery Channel. Instead, why don't, why don't you just go to my play instead? But he, one thing I do like about this scene is he doesn't automatically get on to her about it. Like, he doesn't yell at her. He doesn't scream at her. He just, like, you can see like him processing the information. But I that's one of the reasons why we love Pacey so much is that he, he yeah, he's upset, but, like, it's a different kind of upset and obviously from season three to season four a lot will change but i generally think that has always been pacey like he doesn't he takes a minute to process things and and then it like goes okay i can i can talk now so then we have scene one of joey and they're outside of the school and joey and dawson are walking along the sidewalk talking to each other and Dawson says, so what do you think? And Joey says, what do I think? And Dawson says, yeah. And Joey says, I think you're going you're going to be pretty bored in study hall, Dawson. And Dawson says, well, it can be a very interesting opportunity to study some human behavior, at least until I figure out what my move is going to be. And Joey says, just don't go join the yearbook or something, okay? I mean, it's bad enough that Pacey's doing the whole play thing. And... It's kind of sad that she says that. Like, yeah, Pacey is doing, like, that whole play. But it's kind of something, like, he- Joey should have known. Like, that's something that Pacey really, really enjoys. And wants to enjoy and wants to be out there. And she's kind of, like, over here, like, it's bad enough that Pacey's here doing this play. Saying, like, okay, Joey, whatever. And she continues by, or Dawson says, hey, that's right, tomorrow... Opening night, isn't it? And Joey says yeah. And then Nikki comes storming up, and she's like, "He dropped out of film class, or he insane." And Joey's like, "Um, I'm gone. <laughs> Good luck." And Daisy's like, "Thanks." So there's like a whole thing that Dawson was shopping on film, and that's why Joey was like, "Um, you're kind of crazy." <laughs> and so then we have scene one of Daisy, and they. Pacey and his leading actress are trying to run some lines at the set of the play and Andy is running wild in the background and because of anxiety. And the actor says, how are we supposed to go up tonight if you keep forgetting your lines? And Pacey says, I know the lines okay? It's just, I got a little bit of delay, that's all. And Andy says, where's Mr. Boatwick? Our play is falling apart at the seams and she goes, Pacey, just take it from the top. And Pacey's just like, sure thing, boss. But you can't. I think it's just the fact that he knows Joey's not going to be there. And he's been running really lines with Joey the whole time. But it's kind of sad that, like, he has little time for her hair. And now, like, he has to, like, have so much pressure with him. And everyone's like, why aren't you doing this correct? And I think that's just, like, goes back to number two, where Pacey is always screwing up but who honestly cares <laughs> like it's just it's just one of those things that he just does and it's not a bad thing like I think we all do it and so Pacey says sure thing boss." Puts it up again and Andy says you're f- <laughs> you're entry and Pacey says entry right and Jack says hey Andy and Andy says not now Jack we're trying to run lines and Pacey has convincingly chosen to memorize, chosen to leave his memory at home. And Jack says, yeah, well, And about 30 minutes ago in English class, it, uh, Mr. Berkowitz, and Joey says, or Andy says what? And Andy says, there, Jack says, just come, come. And he, Mr. Berkowitz, like, (laughs) was very ill. So then we have scene two of Pacey and Joey. And if you know the scene, you know the scene where Pacey pushes um, Bessie out of the door. So we're going to get into that. So they're in Joey's bedroom. And Bessie and Joey are talk- sitting and talking on the bed. And Joey says, don't think about coming near me with the maintenance tourist device. And there's a knock on the door. And Joey says, that can't be him." Bessie says, just relax, got though to get it, and, and finish telling me how I'm not supposed to worry about you going with some much older guy. Which, again, I don't think he's much older. If he's a freshman in college, I think he must be like 19 at least, which is kind of a little bit older, I guess. But I don't really know. And so Joey says, he's not that older, Bessie. He's like 19, which, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and so there's a knock on the door. And the bedroom door. And Bessie opens it to see Pacey at it. And she slams the door in his face. And Bessie says, well, it's a boy. Just not the boy we expected. Which is my favorite line from Bessie. I don't know why. It's just the way she, like, kind of smiles at, at Joey. Like, not the boy we expected. And she opens the door and lets him in. And then leaves. And Pacey says, okay, so I tinked it. I did. I completely chinked it. And Joey's like, calm down, Pacey. You're just nervous. And Pacey says, oh, no, no. This is way beyond nervous. Do you know that breakthrough I had today? I'm going to remember a single line. And Joey says, I don't know why you're so psyching seg- yourself out like this. You know the play, Pacey. We went through it two nights ago. And Pacey says, no. I know the play when I'm running it with you. When I when I got to do it with an actual me." man being nothing which is kind of sweet when you think about it he's like it's different with you like that's kind of what he's saying like it's different when i'm with you because i remember it and i feel like it's just how joey says it like she kind of remembers it and stuff but like also i really do like how pacey was like i don't got this i don't got it when i'm with you (laughs) Like i got it when i'm with you but not when i'm actually with you man beings and Joey says i know i suck for not being there i'm sorry and pacey says he do suck for not going don't you but listen i'm gonna give you the opportunity to get back in my good books okay there's an after party i told you about and i now i don't say no too quickly because you definitely gonna need a good shoulder to cry on after this whole normal life this thing wasn't <laughs> work out you know, just caught for Basie right there, because that is actually kind of funny. <laughs> like, he's like, hey, this, this thing doesn't work out. Like, you can come to the after party and cry on my shoulder. Like, I hope you have to be a fan right there. Which, later in the season, we'll definitely see her cry on his shoulder. But, like, it's just kind of funny. Like, you know what I mean? And so, Joey says, okay, I'll try, but don't count on it, all right? Current geocrafting conditions are extremely favorable for the autumn activity actually um Pacey says where does the science mumbo-jumbo come from I thought this AJ guy was a poetry geek (laughs) like it's obvious that Pacey does not like AJ and with the scene like before Pacey really comes in like with Bessie and Joey like Bessie's like why should I let you with this like 19 year old and Joey's like he's obviously not that old like really he's not like it's just a couple years older like I think like three years max like that's okay but like anything older than three but like you're kind of like in a whole different thing also in high school and college like high school you're finding out so many things about yourself and you're finding like who you are as a person half the time you can't even drive and as a college student you're, you can drive you can go anywhere you want and so it's kind of hard for those two things to really, like, pick, pick up, you know what I mean? And so, when Bessie was talking about that, like, she was obviously not really happy about his age, and Pacey's just over here not happy that she's going out with anyone, and I think this is the first time that we really see a lot of jealousy coming from Pacey, because they're really, like, besides Dawson, there really hasn't been anyone else besides Dawson and Joey's club wife and Jack, and obviously Pacey was a little bit jealous with Dawson, we have seen that before, Um, but we never saw him jealous with Jack (laughs) and with this it's kind of like the first time we really see him like actively jealous and Joey says he's interested in more than that. He's a representative man and Pacey says fantastic He can board you in seven languages. And Joey says, no, just three, actually. English, French, and Latin. And the scene makes me laugh every time. He goes, Latin? And Joey goes, "Mm mm-hmm. And Casey goes, who speaks Latin? I mean, like, Spanish now, that's the foreign language of people. But Latin, that's a dead language. And actually, it's kind of funny that he said Latin because um, my brother used to speak Latin, and we all used to make fun of him for it, and so Bessie opens the door, and she goes, he's here, and Pacey just slams the door, um, in his face, and Joe goes, okay, it's not too late, like, we can cough this off, you know, (laughs) and he's like, you can, the first thing he's gonna do, and when he comes through that door, is he kind of make some slim compliment about how incredible you look tonight? And I kind lo- of looks annoyed, but it's true. Like she does look incredible. Like she has her curly hair, and she looks amazing. And she like she has like a blue shirt, like a white blue shirt that looks absolutely gorgeous on her. She has a little bit of makeup. Like, she doesn't look bad at all. And Pacey's like, even though you look incredible, like, he's coming to my I'm excuse about it. And so they leave the room and walk into the living room. And Joey says, Pacey. And Pacey says, I'm looking out for you. And he's going to make something cute, like a not, not entirely insignificant about your physical contract. You know what I mean? Like, helping you with your coat. Mm-hmm. And Joey says, it's caught being a gentleman, Pacey. I'm surprised you ever heard of it. <laughs> Which, we know about Pacey's and gentlemen, But, like, I think this is a mixture of, like, insecurity. And, like, number three, where he calls him WWE. Because he is kind of being, like, very jealous. And Joey's not really seeing it because she's kind of dense sometimes. And, P- and Pacey says, in this party, he's supposed to be taking you. I bet it doesn't even exist. And another just says that I lay some money that our boy wonders that he'll be they're seizing the first possible opportunity to get you alone. And she stops in the living room and <laughs> she commands my dog to stay and she leaves Pacey in the hallway and goes to meet AJ and we just see Pacey looking like, looking completely sad where AJ and Joey are greeting each other with hey and AJ looks- says you look amazing and you can just tell that Pacey wants this to be him and it is so obvious from the way that he looks at her it's not about like how jealous he is He's, he just knows in his heart like he wants to be that guy to greet her at the door, take her on a date, and enjoy their company like it's one of those scenes like he doesn't really care about AJ It isn't about AJ at all. It's about Joey and how he wants to be that guy. And Joey like gets her coat and AJ helps him. Uh, AJ helps her and she thanks him and Pacey just looks so so sad. So then we have the next scene of Joey. So after we see Pacey incredibly jealous, we finally get to see kind of Joey alone. And so... There's a scene outside the party where Joey and AJ are walking in the front water talking. Joey says, hey, thank you. So who are these people? And AJ says, well, the guy who owns this place is a mathematic. Once upon a time, he was my mentor. And Joey says, and everyone else. And AJ says, grad students mostly. Some of them, scientists, and other leading biographically... <laughs> Sometimes I cannot pronounce these words. Um, economics. Um, can you tell? And Joey says, and how could I tell? And Andy says, well, it treats haircuts in a fortunate fashion sense. And he takes a, like, a sip of his drink and then spits it out. And he says, and the fragrance taste in beverage. It's mint. It's a whole bird drink before he slants kind of. This a very bad joke. Um, where is that book from? I forgot where that book is from. it's my Beth. And Joey goes to sip and he stops her and he pours hers out as well. And he says, you know, I wouldn't. And Joey says, I can't have some. And AJ goes, no, it's alcoholic. And Joey says, uh, what it's like to like a college student. And AJ goes, what? Opportunities to get his high school girlfriend all liquored up. And AJ goes, well... Only one leads to a very little imagination. He says, "Alcoholic isn't the most get way to, to alcoholic isn't the most subtle way to seduce a girl. I mean, there are better ways to get it. Not, not that we or anything. I mean, it's just, it's just very awkward. Like, have you ever been on a date and you like say something wrong? Like one time, I was on a date and I said, like." Like sometimes I just dropped my pennies, but he thought I said pennies. That was awkward. <laughs> so it was just one of those things where you don't want to say the wrong thing and then when you do, it's just like you have to make excuses but then the other person has to like be the bigger person and Joey's that bigger person by saying, Where is everyone going? And AJ says, Cloud over, viewing conditions aren't exactly clear. And Joey says, Does that mean no lights? And AJ says, No, not necessarily. It could clear up before midnight. And Joey says, midnight? And AJ say yeah, for some unknown reason when midnight, include in national midnight, to be exact. It's the best time for the viewing display. And Joey says, so that means we have quite a store for us. And AJ says, you're not going to turn into a pumpkin if I don't get you home late, are you? And Joey says, no, I might face to death, so uh, maybe we should go inside and meddle with those uh, active nights. And AJ says, let's take a walk first. Do you want to? And Joey says, sure. So it's kind of like one of those things where Joey is going to miss Pacey's after party, which is kind of sad when you think about it. Like, I think she could have been the bigger person and been like, hey, I know we have plans, but why don't we do this and then come back? Like, that would have been kind of cool, but of course Joey would never do that. And then we have the next scene, which is scene two of Pacey. And... This scene is where they're outside the theater and Jack is handing a play bills at the door. And Dawson gets one of the bills when Andy comes walking up. And he says, oh Dawson, there you are. Where's Pacey? And Pacey says, uh, or Dawson says, uh, as his director, shouldn't you be better than I do? And Andy says, "Ho!" Oh. And Jack says, what's going on? And Andy says, well, it's only 20 minutes till curtain call and my lead is nowhere to be found. And Jack says, I could have sworn I saw him earlier. And Danny says, okay, he's got to be around here somewhere. And Dawson is like, I'll look for him. And and Danny says, okay, Dawson, don't look just fine, please. And tell him not to worry. I'm not going to kill him till after the show. And (laughs) then we have this scene where, and Pacey is like, dribbling some basketballs while Dawson walks in as he makes a shot and Dawson begins to clap and Pacey's like how'd you find me and Dawson says I have misfortune of knowing how your brain works which okay but also I do like how Dawson does know where Pacey's gonna be no matter where where it is like I feel like whenever Pacey is like this Dawson's always the one to find him and so Pacey says or well and Pacey says, yeah, you know, I seem to recall the last time you and I were on a basketball court together, I ended up getting my nose broken, didn't I? And um, that refers back to Season 1, Episode 7, where Dawson was kind of jealous, and he just threw a basketball with his nose. Uh, I think Pacey's kind of scared that what happen again because of Joey. And Dawson says, Pacey, we don't have to... We don't have time for this. you got a show to do. And Basie says, oh, just a couple more. You know, it helps. It's it's part of the whole acting process. And Dawson says, so are you nervous about this? It's it's not like you ever acted before. And Pacey says, yeah, how many times did it take to actually get that sea creature thing right? And Dawson says, good point. Which, it goes back to season one episode. One, where you see him, like flipping remember when he like flipped Pacey like um or Joey over in the chair and she goes you grabbed my ass and I was like yeah, it kind of goes back to that and hey, Dawson says, "Good good point and Pacey says "And that point how many people did it actually oh how many people were watching me and a matter of fact how many ex-girlfriends were there counting on me to do a good job and Dawson says let me ask you this Acting, you like it, you're having fun. And Pacey says, Well, I got blackmail into this whole thing, but yeah, I nice say I have. It's actually fun. Actually, it's been a blast. And Baldwin says, So you go on stage tonight and have a blast. It's all of that matters, man. Find what you love and do it. And Pacey says, This is coming from a guy who just gave up his life passion to hang out with them. cheepers and fourth period study hall, right? And Dawson says, I didn't give up. I decided to spread it out around a little bit. And Pacey says, when did you get all sin? I thought in? Pe- I thought all the people would be freaking out big time right now. And Dawson says, well, sorry. He says, I thought you would be all the one that was freaking out right now. And Dawson says, why? And Pacey says, well, I don't know. Maybe it's because Shelley's on that big date with college guy. And Dawson says, I really suck at this game. Which, it's kind of funny that, like, either, like, Dawson really didn't care about her moving on. Like, he says, like, oh, like, you're the love of my life, like, da 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 And he doesn't really care that Joey's out. And Dawson says, all right, come on, Oliver, your public awaits. And Casey says, what if this guy is some big se- sex maniac? And to respond with, you know... What Pacey just said about Joey is Joey's a big girl. I'm sure she can take care of herself. Like for someone who like fights over Joey and a couple like like in five episodes from now, he doesn't really seem like someone who really cares. Like they make this big deal about how much he cares about Joey and da 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 da. And now he's over here like, Joey can take care of herself. Like, what? Like, why are you not making such a big deal about this? And Basie responds back with take care of yourself. That's all you gotta say about this? We're talking about Josephine Potter, the one whose destiny and coin steers and Dawson says had to happen eventually. You said that yourself. Let's go. And Basie says, Oh please, oh please, oh please Which Look at the scene. Like he's not really upset about like Joe about like the play. He's really upset about Joey, like Joey not being there and Joey not being able to support him. And it kind of goes back to the play, obviously. Sorry, my allergies are now acting up in the middle of this episode. But it kind of goes back to the play, where he's freaking about the play, but also he's freaking out because Joey's not there. And he does it right when Joey's there. However, he doesn't do it right when Joey's not there. And he's kind of nervous about, like, how Joey is, like, going out with this guy who he doesn't really know. And he doesn't know if she's safe or not. Like, it is that. But also, he's kind of jealous about it, too. And so when Dawson just kind of, like, shrugs it off, like, that's not really a Dawson characteristic. I mean, like, if he's putting film, like, that's also not a Dawson thing. say that like what two times and when something doesn't go his way he just quits which me too Dawson but at the same time like okay and so there's also like another part of this scene where I want to point out like it's the fact that like Pacey's the only one concerned about Joey besides Bessie obviously like Bessie was concerned about like Joey and how everything was gonna work out but like like the main person that was concerned and between Dawson and Pacey was Pacey like no one else why is that like they make such a big deal about Dawson being her destiny and even Pacey says it like destiny and are linked to yours and Dawson gives it had to happen eventually but like whenever Pacey does something like suddenly Dawson's like oh I want that actually (laughs) like okay whatever so it's kind of like proof that whenever Pacey does something to make Dawson mad he goes after Joey but whenever like Joey finds someone else he's not that mad like why is that and so then we have the next scene of Pacey which is scene three of Pacey and he is on the stage going on the backstage and the actor says so how long did it how long did you say you were married? And after so six days, which reminds me, of six seconds, six seconds. And the actor says he wouldn't, he wouldn't notice the place is empty till June. Well, I went out of 1581 has a nice marriage. And Andy says, Don, we got to get you a button. Okay, look right. Don't be nervous. And Andy Pacey says Andy, and P- Andy says Pacey. No, how could you do this to me? I sent you under study into makeup 15 minutes ago, and Pacey says that's good. I think you should stay there, cause Andy, I can't do this. And Andy says, "What? You can't come. Come here. You know what? I gave up. I gave up on, on knowing this word for a long time ago. So you, you just gotta get up there with a the genealogist, and you're gonna be fine. Okay? Come on, let's go. Go. You're up." And Pacey's like, I don't know. And Andy says, come on. Uh, And she goes, oh wait, no, 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 the suitcase. Okay, go. And I love how Andy's the one that has to support him. And even Pacey said earlier, like, this isn't a thing where, like, the ex is out there and all of a sudden. But he's, like, really, really nervous. And he goes out there. And he is about to, like, say something else. But he's out of breath, as he says. It's six whites. Did you know it's that six flights? And the actress says, it isn't, it's five. And Pacey says, what about the big thing hanging? And we can just tell that Pacey is doing a good job. And Andy is like, kind of giving a look. Meanwhile, there is scene three of Joey. Where Joey is alone with AJ and she says, so you're having that thing hope for me. And AJ says, I'm just saying I wouldn't let my family finance limit my dreams. You know, think about when you go to Ivy League school, and he says, you think you want to go to Ivy League school? And Joey says, I don't know. I think that if I don't try, then I'll always wonder. And AJ says, wonder what? And Joey says, well, if I'm good enough, smart enough to, to do something really important in my life. And AJ says you sound pretty driven and Joey says yeah driven by fear of failure which I feel like that's kind of what Pacey and Joey have in common with this episode like they're both scared that they're not going to do something right and they're not going to like be able to succeed in it and I feel like that's kind of the common thing that's happening with this episode because there's always one thing that's going on and so AJ says you know I think maybe sometimes that happens to girls who lost their mother when they're really young they're driven to their steps and joey says like madonna and aj says well i was thinking more along the lines of bro and sisters but and joey says for a while i thought i i thought i liked art and aj says but you don't anymore and, and joey says no it's i do i it's i don't know it's like this person that you want others for, you know, and you make them happy and you make them proud and then you're yourself. And sometimes it's really hard to where one ends and when others begin. Does that make sense? And AJ says, yeah, completely. You know, and then it's Europe. They used to do northern sleds for spirits of the dead warriors. And Joey says, and now? And AJ says, well, no. Now we know that they change particles into the sun, interacting with the Earth upward, upper uh, atmosphere, which is kind of boring. Like, okay, like Asia, no one cares. But alright, like to me, Asia is the most boring person on the show. Sometimes I'm like, why are you, besides awesome. Dawson? Like, what are you even saying? Like, Dawson may be the most dramatic, pissiest. Like, my my. Sp- spirit guy. and Joey like can be a perfectionist along with Andy. And then Jack is just this funny (laughs) gay guy. I hate saying that but it's kinda true. And then is there anyone else Graham? Graham's is like the boring grandma (laughs) like but kinda funny and scary. And Jen is just this white old girl and then Bessie is like Joey's guardian and Dad just Pace Pacey's brother. So then we have him continuing along with this, and Joey says, Charged particles, not too romantic. AJ says, Think about it from particles' point of view. Infinite, unexplainable, drawn to something unresistible, and he goes in for a kiss. And Joey says, Um, I just remembered that I'm supposed to meet someone. And then AJ says, No. And Joey says, Yeah, can we go? And AJ says, Yeah, sure. And Joey says, Yeah. But I wonder why suddenly she thought about Pacey when he was going in for a kiss. Like, okay Joey, like, I see you. I see you thinking about Pacey when you're thinking about this. Like, she's kind of bored of him. Like, I think that's why she thought about Pacey. And it's just kind of funny to me because this whole episode goes back to Joey thinking about Pacey and Pacey thinking about Joey. So then we have scene four of Pacey where he is acting and he is standing on the tall like window sill, and the play is going on and Pacey says I'll come when you say it again loud and clear and that just says what anything Paul and Paul says Paul Burner and that just says Paul Burner and Young raising young authority and that just calls raising young authority Paul." Pacey says, it's a lazy, stinking, drunk. And actress says, it's a lazy, stinking, drunk, and I love him. And Pacey is acting. He says, I love you too, Corey. I mean, even if the I don't like your TV, I loved you. And the actress says, then please come down, darling, please. And Andy just seems very proud of him. And so then we go to the next part of this scene, where are scene five of Pacey, where it's the after party. And Jen goes to Pacey and Jen says, Hey, hey, good looking. And uh, Pacey says, Now you better watch out. I think Graham's is moving in on your date. Jen says, And I think that you stick to comedy that's stri- scripted. And Pacey says, Fair enough. Thanks for coming tonight. And Jen says, Gonna have this done for the world. Opening night, pack night. And Pacey says, And uh, not a litter in attendance. Surprise! that Dawson's there here and Jen says yeah I saw him and Pacey says and Jack and, and Jim goes "That is." is and Pacey says of course you and Jim goes yes I am and Pacey says yes and Jen says but you know who's not here and Pacey says uh, the creative chrome cape side clone and Jen says Joey and Pacey says yeah well she couldn't make it you know big day and Jen says, it's too bad. She missed a great show and an incredible leading man. And Pacey says, well, thank you very much. And Jen says, of course, you hardly notice. And Pacey says, hardly. Barely missed her. And you know who's right behind him when he says that? And he goes, Miss you. And it's totally. And she looks incredible, not going to lie. And he <laughs> goes, nobody. Which... I do like that because you can just tell that like he missed her and he wanted her there but she wasn't there but then all of a sudden she will, She knew that this was after party was very important to him so she came and that's like part of my favorite, my favorite thing about her is that she just like comes in when he needs her even though she missed like the opening night in some parts but she really did do a good job at coming back. And so then we have scene three of Joey and Pacey. and they're at the bar, and Joey says, So, you're a huge hit. See, I told you everything would work out, Casey." And Casey says, What are you doing here? care? the man bailed on you. And Joey says, No, it was that it was getting late, and the clouds were moving in. And once it overcast, there was really no chance of seeing the northern lights from this latitude. And plus, it's getting cold, so we decided that, and Pacey interrupts her by saying, He kissed you, didn't he? And Joey goes, What makes you say that? And Pacey says, He's a moral not to, and there's lipstick smeared all over your face. <laughs> I don't know why that scene always makes me like, I don't know whether laugh or kind of sad, because I kind of feel bad for Pacey in the scene. And Joey says, That's what I get for letting Bessie talk me into a very, very, I guess. And he says, so are you going to see this guy again? And Joe says, I don't know. I mean, what's the point? I mean, he's older than me. He's smarter than me. And he lives far away. I'm very not in similar problems seeing as I can't even drive yet. See, this is what i was talking about earlier. Like, high school and college students are such a big difference. Like, some can't even drive in high school. Like, there's a lot of things going on. Half the time, college students are, like, everywhere. And... So, therefore, like, it's kind of hard for a person to really, like, get out there and date, like, a college student. Even though they're probably three years older than you. And it's just kind of proof, like, how young they can be. And so, Joey continues by saying, how can I ever feel the way that I, and Pacey says, feel about Dawson? And Joey says, I was going to say, felt Which we can kind of tell that, like, Joey's finally kind of over him. And whether she was, like, into Pacey at this point, like, you can tell, like, this was different than all the previous episodes where, like, she feels about Dawson. And Pacey says, you know, want to know something, Miss Josephine Potter? I think the world may may just surprise you yet. I mean, you fall in love and it doesn't work out. And you think it'll never happen again? But it does. Believe me, it does. In the strangest places. And he was talking about Joey and that. I'm gonna repeat myself when I say that. So he says, You wanna know something, Miss Josephine Potter? I think the world may just surprise you. Yet. I mean you fall in love and it doesn't work out, okay, he's talking about Andy. And you think that it will never happen again. But it does. Okay, he's talking about Joey. Which, that's kind of like proving my point from earlier. I was saying, like, Pacey, like, throughout this, like, whole season, I've been saying, like, Pacey and Joey, like, they were finally at the point where they could, like, sit down and talk about, like, things that were really working out for them. And they could, like, like, they had rebounds, so, like, aka... AJ was her rebound and Jen was Pacey's rebound and Andy was his old love, Pacey's old love and Dawson was Jelly's old love and the two new lovers are standing right in front of each other and Pacey really really cares about Jelly, and Joey like is kind of like dense about her feelings because she's kind of scared about her feelings half the time and so when you put those two things together that's what Pacey really meant And so Joey says, what makes you such an expert, Pacey? And Pacey says, well, I'm an actor. You know, a poor player, strengthening and feeling, and all the rest of the Shakespeare stuff. And such of my job is the Sauron's inner working of a human heart. And Joey says, I think I liked you better when you were pro in defense. And Pacey looks over. Joey's shoulder and knows AJ has walked in and is looking around and Pacey says, uh oh, and Joey says, boy, and Pacey says, I think your date may not be so over after all. Uh, come on, you know you want to. And then Joey says, okay, thanks. And he has to let her go, which is kind of sad. When you love someone, you kind of have to let them go for a little bit because you have to figure out how you feel and I think it's such a young age that Pacey and Joey were in, it kind of made sense that they had to, like, let each other go. And they were in high school. Like, it makes sense that they are going to move on. Like, your high school lover, if you're married to your high school sweetheart, do not take this the wrong way. But, like, when you're high school lover, sometimes you just have to, like, find your way back to each other. Like, I heard this podcaster one time. They were talking about their love. And they were talking on about how when they were in high school, they were together for, like, a year or two. And then when they got into college, things happened. Like, they broke up, but they found each other again. And I feel like that's kind of how Casey and Joey are. And it's just, like, certain things work out and other things don't work out. Like, for example, like, both of my aunts and uncles, like, they were high school sweethearts. They worked out together. Like, but, like, my, like, there are certain people and my i'm sure there were certain people in my life that were high school sweethearts like my grandma and my grandpa like they didn't work out like those were two things and they were high school sweethearts like some things work out and other things don't work out like things happen life happens like life changes and i think that's kind of the moral of Casey and joey's story so then we have scene four of joey and AJ and her are talking to each other. And Joe says, what made you come back? And AJ says, oh, I never left since I dropped you off. I've been sitting in the parking lot thinking about how when someone says something you don't understand, you suddenly face with the rather limited window of opportunities in once you can ask that person what they meant. Or the rest of their life pretending you understood them. I just thought I reopened the window. Did I do something wrong? And... Joey says, no, AJ, I kind of panicked. And you know that thing called grace under pressure? Well, I don't really have it. Not a single smudge. And AJ said, Joey, it was a kiss. It wasn't running up the bowls and poems. Why does he always pick the boring stuff? Like, why do you say that? And Joey says, when you kissed me, I suddenly realized that I was standing there with this person who, you know, has skipped... A at grades and knows everything about everything and I knew the minute you stopped kissing me you would realize that you made a terrible mistake because And you know, AJ says because why and AJ said and Joey says most most things that you talked about I don't even know what they are me too Joey me too but he doesn't talk about like Einstein stuff like it's just little stuff that like it's just geeky. like it's not like interesting at all <laughs> like that's kind of how I took AJ. And so she continues by saying things like literature and science and history just pour out of your mouth like you're this good, willing, hunting investor. And it's these, these things that are not of authority on. And AJ says, girls, beautiful girls, their hopes, their dreams, what makes them ticked. T- I wish I knew a little bit more about that. And Joey says, me too. You know, more than that thing you do think you do. And AJ says, so I guess never, we never got to see them. the Lights. And Joey says, no. Next time. And AJ says, I've seen them before. And Joey says, well, will, will you tell me about them? And AJ says, it's this guy you know your whole life. The one you look at, like a, look at every night as a kid. Only you look up at it and it's on fire, floated with things with brilliant colors. And Joey says, sounds kind of scary. And AJ says, yeah, it is, but it's beautiful. So in this scene, like it kind of sounds like she wants someone who is like a little bit less smart and a little bit more on the feeling side because I feel like AJ is book smart but he's like, not common sense smart. You know what I mean? And that's kind of how, like, I took AJ. Because he's just, like, so boring. And I heard someone say that before. And I was like, no, no, no. And then I looked back on this episode. when I was, like, trying to, like, go through, like, the PowerPoint. Like, go through, like, everything. Like, I have a PowerPoint for my notes. And I was, like, writing it in. Going through the episode. Making, like, pictures so that we understand the scene more. And I'm like, this guy is so boring. And I'm like, no, 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 give him a chance. And then when I started like reading like what was going on in the scene, I was like, Oof. ooh, ooh, until you could do better. Like that's kind of how I took it. And so that was the last scene with her and AJ. But then we have the next scene, which is scene th- six of Pacey. And... Mm-hmm. Andy sits next to Pacey, and she says, "Hey," and Pacey says, "Hey," and Andy says, "You weren't exactly the life of party tonight." And Pacey says, "No, I guess I got a lot of stuff on my mind." And Andy says, "Yeah, it's too bad your parents can't come." Which Andy, that's not what she has in. That's not what he has in mind. He has Joey in mind. And Pacey says, "Well, as it turns out, there's a lot of people couldn't make it. So, sad news." (laughs) Why does hear We speak a different language, I don't understand. And Annie says, Yeah, but I mean, too bad they couldn't see you being a star all tonight. And Faces says, I think you and my both know who the real star of that production is. I mean, the actors all we could do come on the last moment and grab our glory whereabouts people who work behind the scenes. You guys are the people who make things actually happen. I mean, no one ever knows all the work that you guys do. And Andy says, damn, so looks like you're going to have that guarantee C in English. And Casey says, you're not disappointed, are you, about the pack return to the deep stuff of uh, economics monogrammy? And Andy says, I'm not disappointed. Girls have any idiotic guided notions about guys? I mean... We all smump them up and turn them into something they're not. And I feel like she just kind of described what Joey was going through. Like, we kind of like, we, what she means by this is like, we build something in our minds. Like, oh, this date is going to be so good. Like, this person's going to be so good. Like, bloody da, da, da. And you meet them and you're like, who the heck are you? And also, I feel like what Andy's talking about is Pacey. Like, She builds this person up in her mind who Pacey really is, like from season two. And she builds it up, and she builds it up, and she builds it up, and finally it just comes crashing down because Pacey is the person that she wants him to be. And so Pacey knows this, and Pacey says, in your defense, that wasn't exactly what you call a luxury model. I did have the picture, after all, written all over me. And I feel like it's also his age. Like, you can't have this expectation of who they are at a certain age. Like, when I was 15, I thought I would, like, have, like, this guy for the rest of my life. Like, you can't do that. Like, you can't build someone up in your mind just because they look okay. Like, that's not how it works. And Andy says, yeah, you pretty much for so weren't you and Pacey says yes I was damaged goods and Andy says but the thing is Pacey I was wrong there were there was never anything about you that need fixing up and there there never was and there never will be because you were perfect as it as you are and Pacey says you too Andy and Andy sighs and Pacey says what and Andy says I'm trying so what do you think my next project should be it definitely won't be involving you (laughs) Okay. and Pacey says no and Andy says my people will certainly not be calling your people and Pacey says um I don't know and Andy says I was thinking maybe all girls cast um, And Pacey has says or perhaps puppets you know puppets are really good directable unlike myself <laughs> which and I love this scene with them too because even just how like them two have kind of moved on from where they were like almost 10 episodes ago like it's different from where they were in season three episode three or season two like they have moved on and they have tried to figure it out and I feel like with Andy doing this play like obviously she had to have pacing in it but it was one of those things where she really like got to like have that chance to move on and to be herself and do all that kind of stuff which is kind of my favorite part about it so then we have the last scene, which is scene 5 of Joey. Okay, scene 14 of this whole podcast episode. So we have scene where Joey is getting oh, getting home and Bessie stops her at the front door. And Bessie says, not so fast. A certain boy we both know is waiting for you. And I think, like, when she was around, she, like, looks in the backyard to see what it is. And she might have thought it was Pacey or AJ. And so Dawson is sitting there on one of the benches, and Joey says, Dawson, and Dawson says, hey, sorry to show up like this, I know you just got back from your date, which you didn't know about the date until Pacey said something, about it." And Joey says, look, if that's what this is about, and Dawson says, no, no, it's not, I swear. And Joey says, how do you know about my date anyway? And Dawson says, Pacey told me, you don't have to explain If anyone has to explain, it's me showing up like this. And Joey says, so why did you show up like this? And Dawson says, I need to see you, you know? I just suddenly felt very lost. That's kind of creepy. Like, I needed to see you. I felt lost. I needed to, like, oh, oh, listen. And Joey says, How did you think you were going to feel after you took down all those posters and suddenly decided to drop down class? Like, she just said the obvious truth. And Dawson says, well, I didn't think, I just did. And Joey says, and you know you're thinking, and you realize you don't know what you're doing anymore. And Dawson says something like that, yeah. And Joey says, I think you lost your true north, that fix in the sky that guides yourself by, and... Dawson says, what, what about you? What's your north? And Joey says, I don't think I have one. And they look in the sky and it's dancing with, like, fiery lights. And Dawson says, what is this? And Joey says, an orphan's And Dawson says, the so northern lights? are we too far in the south for this in Cape Side?" Which was kind of my thought, too. <laughs> and Joey says, apparently not. It's funny. I have been waiting for this all night long, And it happens with you. And Dawson says, is that a bad thing? And Joey says, no, it's not typical. And they look back and Joey says, I thought that would be more blurred than this. And that is the last part of this episode. So really, when you think about it, like, she says it's kind of typical. Which it is. Like, when you think about it, like, her and Dawson, like, they're always with each other. And no matter what they do. Like, somehow they always end up with each other talking about, like, certain things. But I really think it goes back to, like, how they were with each other and how everything just feels normal. And with her and Pacey, like, obviously things are, like, exciting. She doesn't know what's going to happen. With AJ, it's just, like, a bunch of knowledge stuff. And with Dawson, she knows what's going to happen. And for Pacey, it's not really, like, like... I think, like, honestly, he never knows what's going to happen with Joey. Like, obviously, him and Jen are a thing, so he can cut her out the picture. And with Andy, he never knows what's going to happen. So, like, they're the polar opposite. And I feel like Joey is just always scared because she knows, like, Dawson is going to be there in a certain type of way. And so for her to, like, really go back and understand, like, what really happened and that kind of stuff, it's kind of hard for Joey to really get like out of her comfort zone and I feel like with Joey it's kinda like she's always with her comfort zone with Dawson. Like it's not like her and Dawson are some magical thing. It's just like her and Dawson are dealing with what her and Dawson have always gone through. And with Pacey it's like he really wants to be with her but how can he say that when Dawson is there? And for Dawson to come up after her date, I feel like he was kind of worried after what Casey said earlier, but he wasn't worried until Pacey said something. And I feel like it goes back to what I said earlier. Like, he doesn't, it's none of his business, but like when Pacey suddenly says something that he didn't know, he goes, oh why didn't you tell me about this and it's like because first of all it was none of your business and second of all you acted like you didn't know and he goes I feel lost and he thinks that Joey's gonna be that person and no but like honestly it's not that it's just that life moves on and things happen and finally Dawson has to go on with that aspect and show so does Joey like she has to learn that high school and college are two different things obviously she continues seeing AJ but like it's kind of different with that aspect and with Pacey like he has to learn that high school like things people move on people continue moving on he has to figure out what what his thing will be with Joey and so basically at the end of this episode we basically see Pacey really jealous (laughs) throughout this episode and Joey just kind of figuring out DJ, and Dawson just being Dawson. And that kind of just leads to this. And it's just can't find of me because I'm like Alright, we have another aspect that we did not learn in last episode. So if you like this episode, please make sure to subscribe on the YouTube channel that's Jason's Creek Podcast where I post every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There's also other platforms that you can listen to such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Make sure to review this podcast with kind words please only. Make sure you comment, subscribe, share, whatever you need to do. And also you can catch every episode again on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I would love to hear your thoughts on Instagram. That's twitter and Potter. And my TikTok is Pacey and Joey. I hope to see you guys again Friday and Saturday and Sunday. I love hearing your thoughts, so please, 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 please please, please, make sure to comment down below. Bye guys!